let's just sit under the weight of His presence this morning. Even as we go into this time of sharing testimonies, testimonies are so powerful because we're declaring again the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God. And I just want to say up front that the testimonies that are shared this morning are not because life is so easy and everyone is skipping through a field of daisies. Quite the contrary. Everyone is facing challenge and difficulty and, well, just read, read the news, listen to the news. And in many different ways. So I want to encourage you, when you hear these testimonies that are going to be shared this morning, this is not because these people have something special with God that is not for you. The good of the Father is for each one of us. And His kindness and His faithfulness is a feasting table for us in the face of our enemies. So if you are in the middle of the most violent storm of your life, I want you to be encouraged by these testimonies that God is bigger and stronger than what we could ever ask or dream or imagine. And we're standing together as a community, as a collective church family, to see the breakthrough, the miraculous, the glory, the goodness of God manifest in every area of our lives, our businesses, our families, our relationships, our children, uh, our times together. Nothing is excluded from His touch, from the revival life of the Holy Spirit. I just want to ask Kara to share. She had a very simple word, but I want to share it because do you know what these huge, beautiful, glorious moments translate to? They translate to walking in step with the Spirit every moment of every day. We get to take this tangible presence of Jesus, not leaving it here, but walking with Him. And this was just an encouragement for that. If you would close your eyes for a moment, please. When you see two people dancing together in unison, or maybe you've experienced it yourself, it's the most beautiful thing. It's like you trust the other and you move in sync together. And I get such a picture of Jesus asking us to come and dance with him to come and dance in sync with Him, to come and trust that He will lead us in the dance and that we would dance on our troubles, our disappointments and our victories and that we would go home and put on some worship music and dance with Him and the victory is His and it's ours in His name. Amen. <laughs> I want your hearts to be stirred and so excited as you just hear snippets of stories this morning. The Holy Spirit wants to walk in step with you. He wants you to hear the heartbeat of the Father and walk every moment of every day and every part of your life with you. So we just asked um, a handful of people just because of time. I think we could literally pass the mic around this morning and hear testimony from each and every one of you of the goodness and the kindness of God in 2021, despite everything. Um, but we just kind of picked a handful. And um, as I said, let's receive this as an invitation from the Spirit to um, 
expect the goodness and the kindness of the Lord in whatever circumstances we're facing. So um, as a family, we asked my brother, Seb, he is the general manager at Motherland. All of you know that um, Rob and I and Seb founded Motherland 11 years ago together. And um, it's just, yeah. when lockdown happened last year, 2020, I just, the Lord said to me, it's going to be like an ark. You're, you're in the ark, you're safe. And, uh, and yet we didn't know how things would end up. And the Lord has been so kind. So as part of our family, and just as a testimony of something that the Lord is doing as an extension of this community and business, we've asked Seb just to share a few thoughts on Thanksgiving and just what the Lord has done specifically in the motherland context. And so for each and every person in business, um, receive this just as a special message and encouragement to you this morning. Um, Seb's been doing this amazing pastoring of our baristas. He runs a Zoom meeting for the baristas during the week at like 6 a.m. in the morning. And it's just been so good to see the goodness of God. So, I made some notes. I just don't get completely derailed. But uh, yeah. As Kirsty says, I'm here to sort of share things on behalf of Motherland, which is very much a family business. Not entirely. We do have shareholders, but um, it's a family gig, a family story. And yeah, thankfulness, there's much to be thankful for, right? Uh, 2020 and 2021 were definitely the years of the valley of the shadow of death, <laughs> as far as hospitality is concerned. But um, I'm very thankful that in those difficult times, um, God was doing so much on our behalf that we couldn't see. And uh, absolutely 100% right. It's, it's not about like, uh, you know, a Kardashian Instagram feed when, you, when you're talking about thankfulness. Oh, this happened and that happened. A lot of good stuff did happen. But um, it was bad, man. It was rough. It was super, super tough. Um, especially in those times in business and hospitality. And it was tough as a boot, you know. And um, being thankful for the outcomes, absolutely. But uh, I'm very much thankful that during those moments, um, we were trusting God and had hope and faith. And now I'm thankful for all the work he was doing that we couldn't see uh, in those times. But in terms of the outcomes, we can also be thankful for outcomes. I think there's two things, actually. It's like you can be thankful for the things that have happened to you, the outcomes, all the good things. But then you can also be thankful immediately now for the things that God is doing for you that perhaps you cannot, cannot see, the things he's doing with you, the things he's intervening for you out there that you don't actually know and can't tangibly grasp, right? Um, I don't think you can be thankful for the future. I think we, I'm often thankful for the future. I say, thank you, God, that we're going to do this, that that's going to happen. But I, th I think that's actually like faith. Immediately, it feels more like faith and hope than actual thankfulness. But definitely, what you can immediately be is thankful in the present. And that was it for us. I mean, in terms of the actual outcomes, um, yeah, he saved the company, right? We continue to be able to employ people. We back above the numbers we had pre-COVID um, for the health of our staff, like hardly any of our staff got sick. Um, our whole board got COVID at a super spreader event. <laughs> but, super spreader board meeting. But everyone is well. Everyone came through it. Everyone is healthy, including my parents. Um, you know, and they, absolutely, there were tough times, right? We had to do retrenchments. We had 
people stealing from inside the company who we had arrested. We had armed robberies from outside the company. You had like, you know, every other morning you had to go and like talk to the police who were coming to see if you were trading correctly and all these different kinds of things. But through all that, um, he, he, we not only survived, but we were able to thrive and he put us in a position where uh, we're able to you know, employ more people, the company is growing, and we're just on, on such a good footing, and that's complete, complete thankfulness. But as I say, it's no Instagram feed, it was, it was super, super difficult. Um, but from a personal perspective, thankfulness, uh, I feel in those times, it can actually make you pretty strong and pretty resilient and you know, kind of scary, because if you are thankful for God intervening and with you at the very time that you're doing these things, you like the most formidable person in the room, right? There's peace in that, there's courage in that, you've got clarity, you don't have to fret all the time. And um, make no mistake, it's very tough out there, and the, the nature of the world is, you know, evil people <laughs> suffering and ultimately death. But... <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the honest truth, right? Like, that's, that's when, when you go out there into the world, that's pretty much it. Um, and if you, if you have that base perspective, then you won't be too disappointed. But, uh, but, and then also what you must know is that all good things come from God, right? Like when the flowers bloom, that's from God. All good things come from God. And through or with God, you can also manifest good things. Um, and that's, that's like the root of thankfulness. There's so much to be thankful for at any time, even when it's terrible. Um, yeah, the ability to, to overcome the challenges, uh, thankful in the face of challenges, and then for the outcome that hasn't occurred. Um, but yeah, when all you can see is the valley of the shadow of death, be thankful God is using you and working through you to overcome all evil. Uh, you can be joyful and without fear in that. And if you take the position, he'll show you the next step, the next step, leave a few steps to faith, then maybe show you another, but you don't have to fear the calamity if you're thankful he's working on your behalf, so be joyful. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for the health and the success of Motherland, for all the people that work for us, that work with us, also for all of our comforts, for all of the, um, the things that we're giving, the material things, um, but I'm also thankful that should all of, all of it be lost to God, should it all come down with this next fourth wave, should everything fall to pieces, um, He'll be with you again to work on your behalf in the next challenge. Until the, yeah, until the time comes, until your moment's up. So yeah, thanks for what I'm thankful for. So good. I'll just say there's a preacher in him, but anyway, we'll leave that. We'll just leave that in the atmosphere. Um, Hamish, do you want to come through, buddy? We've just uh, we've got to know Taylor and Hamish this year, and um, they've been really so just such supportive, beautiful um, leaders in in the home church gathering as well. And um, we've just seen so much fruitfulness in their lives, and so um, I just wanted Hamish just to to give yeah just give thanks for that. Morning, everyone. So someone I was thinking about it today about. You know, how do we become sort of more grateful, right? And I think, you know, the conventional way is you sit in your room and you create a list of all the things that you're grateful for. And I'm going to call it that that's not the way. Um, and I got the scripture, Colossians 2 verse 6. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, walk in continuous unity with Him, having been deeply rooted in Him and who He is, and now being continually built up in him, 
becoming increasingly more established in your faith, just as you were taught, thus resulting in an overflowing of gratitude. And I think really what I want to speak to you today about is just that, do you know Him? Are you satisfied with Jesus? So this year is, I mean, I can tell you all the things, right? Best year financially ever. Best Bought the car I always wanted. Bought the house I wanted. Made crazy cash despite everything saying it's not going to happen. I mean, I sold my house. Massive profit compared to what the market said. I got discounts on houses that people said you'll never get that price. But that's not the point. <laughs> it's actually not the point. And really what I want to speak to you today about is, as I sort of see gratitude in two phases, right, is there's gratitude for, for things, right, the material things which I've, I've just spoke about. But really what I actually want to spend the next bit of time with you is actually praying for the following, is real gratitude comes when you experience the Father. So for us, it was experiencing the Father through a miscarriage, sitting in a room in a hospital, realizing that you lost your child. That was this year. Gratitude is when you see the Father pull you out of a business and you nearly lost your job. Gratitude is when you see Jesus walk you into your new home. So right now, I just want to pray for you. And my message is going to be short, but I'm really just trusting that God is really going to do something quite ridiculous now. So let's just experience that. So, Father, I just pray for everyone right here, right now. And, Lord, I just speak to every situation that was difficult. Lord, would you just bring up to mind right now those tough times, all those really good times. And, Father, we just ask right now, where were you? just see a picture of someone who just ended a relationship again this year and you were really trusting that this was the one and it didn't work out and I just see Jesus bringing you a ring saying that there's no there's no divorce with him there is no infidelity with him So Holy Spirit, right now, will you just reveal where you were to each of us sitting here in the joy and the excitement that we would really come to know you, Lord, that right now that we would just, oh Lord, know you in a new way. When we were sick, Lord, you were there in the hospital bed with us. Lord, I just pray that there would be an increased satisfaction with Jesus right now. Lord, where there was loss, you were there. I just pray, Father, prophetically right now that you would just reveal you where you were for each of us in those situations. More, Lord Jesus. Oh, we just ask for such a great thankfulness that comes from and a gratitude that comes from knowing you.
And I pray, Father, we would continuously, as the word says, continuously walk in knowing and understanding of who you are. Amen. So good. So good. Thank you, Hamish. Wow. I um, I want to ask Gerard to come up, but I think Hamish just ministered so beautifully that fruitfulness that comes from abiding, just that gratitude of just that union with Jesus is where everything begins and ends. Gerard. We were able to have a meal in um, Gerard and Yvonne's home and literally just became so aware of the faithfulness of God to them as a family. So uh, that was just a few months ago, so I wanted him to share. Hi, morning. Um, we've actually got two testimonies. Um, the first is, some of you may know, last year I, I had a severe heart attack uh, five days after seeing a cardiologist. I uh, found myself in hospital, uh, yeah, and the words the Lord said to me was, speak life. And in that moment, knowing I was coming towards the end, I spoke three things. I said, Lord, I haven't finished running my race. I will live and not die. Josh is too young to grow up without a dad, and Yvonne's too young to be a widow. And... <laughs> And just seeing the Lord's faithfulness and coming out and uh, standing on the word of the Lord. You know, we all know God heals. We all know that healing is for us. But it's when you're in that moment and you have to wrestle for yourself. And the scripture the Lord gave me was Psalm 103 verse 3 that says, I forgive all your sin and heal all your diseases. And the reality of that for me was healing is as easy to receive as forgiveness of sin and as salvation. And standing on that word and, and living it a year ago, <laughs> excuse me, a year ago I had to build up endurance to carry Josh. A year later, we're teaching him to do number two. And so he'll say, I'm ready for number two, and I'll grab him and run up the steps, up two flights of steps to the bathroom, pull his pants down and stick him on the toilet. And that's just the faithfulness of God. Um, but the enemy will come and steal. He will come and sow that seed of doubt. He will come and take that seed that's been sown and I, I don't encourage you to do this, but there was a day where I was feeling a bit, I started feeling pain and I wasn't sure. So I opened my phone, I put the cardiologist on speed dial and I started doing squats. <laughs> and I went, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. And a week later, I went in to see the cardiologist and his words were, this is amazing. This is amazing. And so to stand on that and say, thank you, Lord, for seeing your promise being fulfilled. I know I'm not 100% yet, but where I was and where I am, we give God the glory in that. And so, yeah, thank you, Lord. And, 
And then just building on that, uh, towards the end of last year, we started feeling the Lord calling us to South Africa and to start putting down roots. And we're like, yeah, we, we can live in Cape Town for Jesus. We, we, could, <laughs> we could live in the coast. And the Lord started calling us to, you know, Johannesburg started being on our hearts. And he gave us a scripture, Psalm, uh, Psalm 37, verse 3, that says, Dwell in the land, do good, and feed on his faithfulness. And we started doing that. And in dwelling in the land, we put down roots. We prayed. We said, Lord, we don't want to go house hunting for 100 houses it was the third house we saw. We stood in the garden and we said, Lord, if this is the house that you have for us, then so be it. And so we put in an offer and it was well below market price, but we negotiated well and we got, we, we got the house. But the amazing thing is, as foreigners, we had to put down over 50% deposit. But the one bank came back to us and said, well, you know, put down what you can and then two other banks came back with offers, and then the first bank actually bettered their original offer <laughs> in just like they were competing over themselves to try lower their price. And it was just like, thank you, Lord, which bank does that exactly? And so it's just seeing God's faithfulness in this. And it's, it's when you stand in the word, stand on his word, stand on his promise, and see yourself living that fulfilled promise. I started seeing myself being healthy. I, we started seeing ourselves living in that house, doing life in that house. And when you start doing that, there's, there's a partnering that God does with you in, in bringing that word, word through. Uh, yeah. And one of the key things is um, his word has just been an anchor, and the scriptures he's given us really have been the anchor. We go back to that and say, Lord, this is what your word says. So dwell in the land and do good. Um, feed on his faithfulness. By holding on to that and declaring that, we're currently in a situation where that is being threatened. And we're just like, you know what, Lord? That's not what you gave us. That's not what your word says. So we really rest in that and we have a peace. And being able to be rooted in his word and just have that anchor really encourage you. We got that word beginning of the year. We got in being intentional and we got fecundity, which means um, fertility, fruitfulness, multiplication. And we just said, Lord, that's what you've given us. So we are holding on to that. And it's just incredible. I think, um, Seb, you said you thanking him for what's done, but thanking him for what he's doing right now. And that's exactly it. We are just so thankful. We're rooted in his word. Yes, do you want to do that now? Okay. Um, my dad's feeling that we should pray for healing. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to finish off with Jen. She's the last um, a short testimony. And then anyone who wants healing, we're actually going to ask you to come up here. And we're going to pray for healing and, and just, um, yeah. Yo, so good. So... Um, yeah, there's a lot I can say, but um, last three years have been quite intense. But I want to focus mostly on the last 18 months, so when COVID arrived. And it's just a small aspect of many, many things and things and challenges that I've gone through. But in this particular, um, what I'm focusing on here is just in terms of a provision. 
So I um, was working, I was contracting as an architect for a company in Emerentia and um, when COVID arrived, uh, it was the end of March and um, we all went into lockdown and I was told that um, I mustn't come back to work, that um, I'd be called in on a project by project basis. So I finished some projects from home, but at that point there was no more work um, with the company that I was uh, working for. So it was kind of a decision that I needed to make in terms of the, there was no option Bs anymore, which is kind of what we, we have in the back pocket in, in terms of planning with regards to finances. So I, I said to God, well, you said that you would provide for me, so it's not my problem. And at that point, for the last 18 months, I have been sustained um, for 18 months, basically, financially. And then come 1st of October, October, there was an absolute deluge of work that came in to the extent that I was remarkably overwhelmed. And even in that place, I had to just choose to trust God that he knew how to roll that out in a manner that I could actually um, cope with and, um, and work through. And what was also so amazing is, is that it's so many varied types of projects that I'm working on. So it's not just one aspect, and it's not all just in the architectural realm. In fact, I'm doing some work for Motherland as well. It's one of the projects I'm working on. But um, I think in all of that, it was just learning to stand on the word and what God said. So number one, he said he would provide for me. Um, and he also said that he knew what I needed before I asked. And and all of those, I just, I, I, it was a kind of learning to live and, and choosing to believe what the Word said and appropriating that to the life, the, the reality of life and the physical realm that we live in. So bringing the spiritual into the physical aspect. So, and in all of that, if I look back, for me, what has been so predominant is the kindness of God, that even in my inability sometimes to have the faith that I needed or the understanding that I needed, the kindness, the kindness and the goodness of God has been so paramount um, in my life. Thank you. Jen and I will have coffee and then she'll go through like the challenges she's facing. And I'm like, oh, Jen, that's, that's big. She's like, it's not my problem. It is not my problem. I'm like, right, it's not our problem. It's so good. It's such a good phrase. Okay, we're going to end off with this time and then we'll eat. You know, our God is a miracle-working God. Let's just sing about that. And uh, faith is a substance of things that we have not yet experienced and not yet seen. So anybody this morning who has got some physical ailment, won't you just put your faith in our miracle-working God? Won't you stand up and say, don't have to, to say anything, you just stand up and uh, make yourself visible and uh, people will come around you and will pray for you, but we will trust, <clears throat> we will trust and have faith that our miracle-working God will do a miracle, even today. So why don't you just stand up? And then some, some others, can you just gather around? And those who have got the faith and believe in our miracle-working God, put your hands on their shoulders and let us pray together. Yeah, Lord, you are an amazing God. You're a wonderful God. And 
We give you thanks and have given thanks this morning for so many things you've done. And you've done so much more. So much more. But now we look into the future, Lord, and we say those ailments, those sicknesses that many of us here carry at this time, and those who have stood up, Lord, we just ban these sicknesses from, the, from our lives. We say you've got to go, you've got no right to be there. Our miracle-working God is doing miracles in the lives of those who stand, stood, uh, uh, stood up. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you that we can trust that you will do that, and that you have done it, and that we will experience it, that we will see and feel the substance of the faith. We will see the substance of a miracle in our lives. And we thank you, Lord. We give you praise for that. You are a wonderful God. You are a good God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you what you've done on the cross, that you've enabled, it, enabled us to pray for that and pronounce healing into those bodies. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Apart from physical healing, I just feel there's a time now <clears throat> to just say, well, if maybe you haven't given your life to the Lord consciously, maybe you haven't made that decision, maybe you haven't declared publicly that you want to serve the Lord Jesus, well, now's the time. It's a good time. Sun's come out. <laughs> the sky is blue. If you haven't done that, just come up uh, and uh, we'll pray with you up here. And... Uh, Stand with you as you give and uh, give your life to the Lord. It's a good time to do that. Good time now. So good. So if that is you, please come up. We're here to pray with you. Other than that, it is time to feast. We have some delicious snack platters. So I think uh, we'll just arrange them on these various tables here. Get yourself a cup of coffee. Please grab a plate of snacks and just linger a little bit. Uh, catch up and bless you guys. We love you. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done this morning. Thank you for your presence, your goodness, your kindness with us. And thank you for each other. Thank you for friendship and for this beautiful spiritual family. We bless you, Jesus, and bless each one as they go. The Father's blessing. Amen. Thank you guys. Woo.